Hi, I'm Anne-Marie Miles, host of the Words, Wombles and Wisdom podcast. I'm a writer, I'm a Christian, I'm a radio show host, I love to talk and I love to eat. Words, Wombles and Wisdom is always body positive, always food positive and sometimes funny. I want to bring honesty and hope to the long-term weight loss journey. But even if you're not someone who loves food enough to wrestle a toasted sandwich off an alligator, you'll always find some encouragement here. Feel free to get in touch. You can email smile at annemariemiles.co.uk or find me on social media at Writing. Enjoy this week's episode of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. On this week's edition of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom, I am delighted to welcome Jade. Jade Nanton, is that how I'm pronouncing your surname? Is that right? Perfect. Nanton. Excellent stuff. Uh, Jade and I are both Tech Pixie students. Now, you'll know from the podcast that I talk a lot about Tech Pixies and I share about the different things that I'm doing in in Tech Pixies. Jade herself has um, her finger in more pies than I know what to do with. And we're going to talk about the different pies that... um, Jade has her fingers in, but I first of all, I wanted to you to introduce yourself to the listeners. But you did send me a bio uh, of you know what you do and who you are, and I loved this sentence. It says, "I live life as a dance of thanksgiving." So when you tell us about yourself, tell me about this dance of thanksgiving that you live life as. <laughs> I love that you picked that one up. Um, <laughs> Well, basically, my faith absolutely defines me. Mm. And I believe that we were made by a God of love to be loved and then to love other people. And that actually what what it basically is, is that God invites us into this beautiful dance, dance, the dance of life. And uh, so I live my life as a, as a dance of thanksgiving. I imagine God and me dancing through life and you know, when I have the struggles or the challenges, I think mm-hmm. that as the time where I've got to learn some new steps. It's great. But, you know, when you're learning a new dance, it's awkward. You feel awkward and you don't really know what you're doing. Um, but he's a brilliant partner and he's got lots of patience and he, you know, he teaches you at the right pace. So that's the way I kind of envisage my life. So. And you've got quite a busy life, Jade, because you work in a few different areas. Tell us about the different areas that your work life takes you into first and foremost I'm an evangelist hoping people will meet their savior because Mm -hmm. I know that God's got an amazing life a spectacular job for all of us Mm -hmm. a noble purpose and um so that's why I'm first so everything I do I consider it part of that but practically speaking I'm an actor okay professional actor and singer and then, you know, actors spend a lot of time not acting. <laughs> they spend a lot of time making money so they can eat and not starve. And for many years, I worked as a teacher. I'm a drama teacher. And, um, you know, I did workshops and things like that, Shakespeare uh-huh. workshops and things like that. But I didn't really like doing that between or, or waitressing, things like that. I didn't really like yeah. doing that because... Those jobs are a little bit, some of them are a little bit soul destroying, but also every time you get an audition, you have to find a way to get out of work. Sure. I won't tell lies to go and do a, you know, and I won't throw a sickie. It was really stressful and I had to keep giving up a job and then finding a new job. So I decided I was going to reach, when I I took a break to have my children, I decided to retrain 
and so that I could have another self-employed role and I could be my own boss and I could run it along with my acting. And then when I got an acting job, I didn't have to answer to anyone. Mm -hmm. I could take my time off. So it was a way of taking back power, really. So I retrained as a rock climbing instructor. So I became a rock climbing instructor and I trained as a mountaineer. And then the nutrition part of my life is because when I was a teenager, I was a bodybuilder. And oh. that's all about nutrition. You you mm-hmm. really have to understand nutrition. Mm-hmm. And so that was just a natural thing for me. And then as an actor, you've got to keep your body in good condition. It's part, you know, that's your that's your um that's your tool. Part, that's part of your tool. calling card, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's your tool. If your body's not in a good fit state then you mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to do a long run singing is very you know there's a lot of muscle involved in singing so mm-hmm. yeah so it was just very natural so I'd always done that and then as a rock climbing instructor many times people needed help with their diet mm-hmm. and so that all worked brilliantly and then when I hit my 40s I was too tired at the end of the evening to like I'd be standing up all day and then in the evening I'd do my own climbing And I just started to get too tired and I was like, I needed to change a little bit. So I pivoted Mm -hmm. and then I trained as a CBT therapist, uh, a cognitive behavioural therapist. But my life's very interesting, um, Anne-Marie, because you know what God's like. He's always getting you to do all kinds of things. So (laughs) I, over the years, I have been trained as a a, a Christian sex therapist and I've been a spiritual therapist. really a disciple but I guess they Mm -hmm. call it a spiritual uh, director I think there's a there's a job of that now Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been doing that I've been a marriage mentor um, taught things like the alpha course all those kinds of things so over the years I've worked in this field for a really long time and then in my 40s I kind of culminate was sort of brought everything together and then I started to work as a really is a cognitive therapist coach my mm-hmm. own version really not not like anybody else does it's my version and so I guess I'm a spiritual therapist that would be the most accurate and I work for the police I'm, right. a, an, <laughs> an, I'm an assessor and a facilitator for the Metropolitan Police and I've done wow. lots of lots my of goodness so I wanted to focus on one of one of the pies you have your finger in. And we're not talking about cherry or pumpkin pie here. We're talking about your nutrition coaching. That's what I wanted to talk about because you okay. have a different approach to nutrition coaching. So I, I'd love you to share with me what what's different about your approach to nutrition. Well, in a nutshell, people treat diet like it's a physical thing, just a just a bodily function you eat. Mm-hmm. But actually, I believe that human beings are relational and we have relationships with things as well as people. Mm-hmm. So I believe that you have a relationship with food, just like you have a relationship with people. And some some people's relationship with food is is more dysfunctional than others. But everybody, this is just me, you know, <laughs> I believe everybody's relationship with food is is a bit dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because we are living in a world that is dysfunctional. So everything has been touched by that dysfunction. Yeah. And 
we, the closer we can come back to the natural way of eating, um, then the more functional our relationship with food will be. So I teach it as a three-dimensional approach. I don't just teach people what to eat. I don't really, my, my courses don't really teach people about food. They teach people about what your body does with food. So is this what you would call cognitive nutrition? Yeah, cognitive, because you're using your mind. Mm -hmm. So you're understanding it. You know, you wouldn't have a relationship with a person and leave your mind out of it. Mm -hmm. You actually couldn't. And you don't with food. You just don't realize how much um, input your mind has. And a lot of your problems with food when I say your, I mean our, everybody's problems mm -hmm. with food is the way we think about food. Mm -hmm. um, everything's mindset at the end of the day. Yeah. If we don't understand food, which we mostly don't, because we're not taught it in school. Yeah. yeah. Um, we end up trying to fix a three-dimensional issue with a three with a one-dimensional solution. Yeah. And so all you all you all you address is the physical side. Well, that's okay for a while, but if you haven't addressed the other two parts of your being, you're just going to end up back in the same place. So this is why you think that diets don't work. Yeah, diets don't work. But I mean it's you know, it's common knowledge anyone in the industry knows diets don't work because mm -hmm. you know, you can look at the um you can look at the scientific findings diets have got an 85 percent failure rate long term mm -hmm. you know if you do anything for a while you will get results mm -hmm. but it's whether they last whether they're whether you can keep hold of those results and most people can't and it's because diets only attack mm -hmm. one part you know so how does your approach differ from those traditional dieting processes about cognitive nutrition well first of all i don't teach people what to eat i don't tell anybody what to eat because we're okay. unique beings each of us needs something different but what i do is i educate so i'll educate people on how the body functions what body what your body needs from you and what your body does with the food that you give it okay then okay. it's up to you to <laughs> work out for yourself how you apply that to your life so let me just give you a little example if you think of your body as a car as an engine and to make an engine go you need fuel and the body's fuel is glucose that's the main fuel the brain uses so everything you eat has got to be transformed into glucose to be usable and your body has to do an awful lot of things to bring that about okay. but your body is really, really intelligent and it's been designed to do that job. Mm. And the problem is when we were first designed, we were very much in touch with nature. So lots of the things that go on inside us are supposed to be informed by what's going on in nature. So let's say going to sleep at night. At a certain time of day, the light changes. And when the light changes, there is a hormone change within us. Yeah, there's a chemical reaction within us and okay. you will get a chemical release that makes you feel sleepy. And then a little, probably a couple of hours after that happens, you would go to sleep. Well, not anymore, because now we have electric light. We have we have um, artificial lighting. So mm -hmm. our bodies are confused because we're all in blue light 
quite late. We watch screens, all of this. So our natural processes that wake us up and put us to sleep and all that, it's all messed up. Mm-hmm. Modern living has basically taken us out of our natural habitat, if you like. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with our eating. So we've got all these fake foods now and we've got all these chemicals in our foods and we've got pesticides sprayed on our foods and we've got, um, you know, synthetic sugars, which are, you know, addictive and carcinogenic. Um, And so we've really removed ourselves from being in touch and allowing our bodies to do what they're actually programmed to do. So my approach is that I bring you I, 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 I educate you on what your body would like you to be doing, mm-hmm. what you're probably not doing, and then I give you the tools to bring you back in line as far as possible because it's, it's not going to be perfect now. We've moved too far, you know, but as far as possible to bring you back in line with your body's natural processes so that you give it less stress, okay? So really you could think of it as a manual and a toolkit. Sure. And I actually call it rules with tools. I teach you eight rules mm-hmm. and then I give you the eight tools that you can use alongside those to bring your behavior back in line with what your body would like to be doing. And the results have been amazing. So that is wonderful. So you've you've been working yeah. with people through this process? Yeah, this is this is not my material isn't new at all. It's very mm-hmm. and I've lived it. I I am my advertisement, if you like. But, yeah, I've got people that have gone through it. And for different reasons, someone might have a, you know, I had a guy come to me who'd had a stroke. I had a guy come to me who'd had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends, you know, climbers use it. What brought me to Tech Pixies was trying to launch an online course because when COVID happened, you know, everything ended. I couldn't, I couldn't sure. as an actor and I couldn't see any clients. Mm-hmm. As a I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to see anyone. So I came online kicking and screaming, really. Um, and that's when Zoom came into my life. And yeah, and so it, it's exciting now, but it hasn't been, it's been a hard two years getting to this point, designing this course. Uh, but people don't have to work in a group, but um, that's what I've tried to do because it's frustrating when you can only reach one person at a time. There are some people who like the idea of the group setting, but then you do provide one-to-one if there are people who like it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the basic idea really with the course was that when I would would work with people, I ended up spending the first sort of 10 or 12 sessions teaching everyone the same thing. I would just mm-hmm. hear like a parrot. And then I yeah. thought, hey, why don't I get a course? So it's like a basic course. And then mm. once the person's been through this course, what happens is lots of the problems they're dealing with go away. And mm-hmm. then they can see clearly what 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 problems are sticky. What's the, yeah. what they need yeah. personal help with and that's when they're you know they're going to get much better value for money as well if they're then paying me for one-to-one sessions I know what you mean a yeah. much shorter time mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. I don't know you know the first sort of 10 12 sessions it's just me telling them something that I'm telling everyone yeah yeah so they almost need to go through that initial group setting get the basic information get those basic habits and practices in place and then like you say once the kind of surface issues are gone if there's any kind of deeper things or more long-standing things then see what help you can give or where you could signpost them to to other exactly. help. That, okay. you said that perfectly that's exactly what it's like 
because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people have got health issues that they start trying to deal with the health issues when actually if they dealt with their nutrition some of those things would go away and then they would have a look and say oh, actually this one is difficult what do I do now and like you said I would signpost there's a doctor that I um, will partner with who does screening and things like that mm-hmm. and, you know but a lot of times people are wasting their time and money because they're doing unnecessary things um, and this is the best way first of all deal with your nutrition and then see where you are mm-hmm. um, you get a clear you get a clearer view of actually what what you're dealing with yeah yeah I mean one of the things I find kind of frustrating is if you scroll through TikTok or Instagram you've got the people that say you shouldn't eat carbs and then there's the guy who's saying well you should eat carbs but you need to be eating the right carbs and then there's like keto and then no keto doesn't work it's keto cycle and paleo and and I find that as time goes on the the marketplace is getting more and more busy more and more confusing and it's actually I'm finding it quite frustrating because I'm like I don't I actually you know you could scroll through Instagram 10 different posts will have 10 different things that they want you to do you know don't do too much cardio because it raises the cortisol but make sure that you move but don't move too much don't eat too much of that but make sure you eat enough and I'm it is getting quite frustrating now to see on social media the the different kind of attitudes that there are and I'm thinking surely we can find a way to simplify it there's got to be a more basic simple process that we can go through to try and look after ourselves better yeah I mean you've just said you have said exactly what I feel and what actually motivated me to do this because I got sick and tired of listening to not to be rude a lot of garbage mm-hmm. um the trouble is we give away our power because you're not educated about yeah. nutrition. Yeah. So what I do is I educate. I, I will never tell anyone what to eat and what not to eat. What I will teach you is if you eat this, this is what your body needs to do to mm-hmm. utilize it. And if you do this, this is what your body has to do to deal with that. And it, so that my aim is that at the end of the 12 weeks with me, you will be able to act as your own nutrition coach. Yeah. So when you then watch all these things, you will be able to use your own brain because you are your own um, experiment, if you like. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, you try it. Your own project. <laughs> the pr- you are. You're your own project. Yeah. You're, the yeah. proof is in the pudding, you know. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. And the other thing is, because we're unique, we all get uh, results from different things mm. or different results. Mm. So the idea with my work is that you can test it. You test it. You, I'll tell you something. And then I basically will do a lesson or the teaching part. And then you have between each lesson, you put into place these these behavioral changes, if you like. Mm-hmm. Then you see what, well, what, what happened. And the other thing you've said that's really spot on is you said process, a simple yeah. process. Well, mm-hmm. the truth is diet or nutrition mm-hmm. is a process. Mm-hmm. And diets teach you that this is this quick fix. It, mm-hmm. it one size fits all. If you do this, you'll get that. And if you do this, you'll get that. Mm-hmm. And that's not actually true. It's a bit misleading. Yeah, and to yeah. be honest, dealing with your nutrition is a process of change. Yeah. So this 12 weeks is a process that you're going to go through of change. And change is not 
easy. Mm. The human body, the human brain resists change because mm. when you change something, it means there's a period where you walk into the unknown. Yeah. And we're hardwired to not be in the unknown. We consider the unknown dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you're trying to rush your body, it'll do it'll do it. You'll lose weight, but mm. your body will be absolutely set on bringing you right back to what's familiar. And your brain as well. Your brain yeah. is always wanting you to stay stay in the safe place and safe stay in zone. the familiar place. And yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have to address what is making it feel unsafe so the mm -hmm. thing about food is as i said it's a relationship so you know if you say to someone oh you shouldn't be eating cake yeah thanks for that i kind of know that already but i can't yeah. eat eating cake yeah. yeah you can you could you got to really try you got no discipline da, da, da. no you've got to look at why what is it about cake now you might uncover that when you were a little girl you know you hated school and when you mm. come home your granny would always have cooked scones or yeah. Come to the house and there'd be a smell of fresh baked cakes or mm -hmm. something. And that was comfort for you. Mm. Well, just because you're an adult now, that's not, you know, that's a visceral memory that you've got. Yeah. Cake doesn't mean cake. Cake means comfort, love, yeah. safety. I'm, yeah, and I'm not in the place I didn't want to be anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when I work, I do what mindset, we do my, a bit of mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, I teach quite a lot on change, the process mm -hmm. of change, and that with change you need to mourn. There's mourning that has to be done mm -hmm. when you let go of something, even things that are bad for you. Mm -hmm. you what you're letting go of is the familiar, and that well, makes. I have to tell you, when I gave up Haribo, I used to eat Haribo all the time, and I gave up Haribo completely um, for a few years. Now, every so often I'd have it now, but I mean, I gave it. I. I and what I used to say was I broke up with Haribo and I was broken hearted because I knew it made me happy. Yes. Eating Haribo made me happy. And I was sad. Yes. That I had made that decision. I knew I had to make it. But I, I remember I, I can completely kind of get what you're talking about because I was so sad in those first few months after I stopped eating Haribo. I was so sad. Yeah. Because I knew they made me happy. Yeah. It made me feel better, you know, and even if it was only temporary, it made me feel better. Change. I, this was back in 2017 when I, you know, completely changed what I was doing. So I was out walking and I just was praying about it and kind of talking myself through it, saying that there is a reason. It's not just, you know, it was an, it was, I knew it was an unnatural thing to be so attached to a bag of jellies, you know. Um, so I, I kind of just comforted myself through it and just kept uh, kept going and kept going you know so you've um, just explained exactly what cognitive nutrition is that you you did the work you didn't yeah. sort of just oh shut up it's silly it was yeah. like oh I'm I'm mourning this is mm. I'm giving something up that I want and I love but mm. I know that it's not good for me mm. it needs to go you know yeah. um and that's sort of what I teach is that you must respect yourself and you must love yourself. Yeah. So all, 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 all lasting change comes from a place of self-acceptance. And hey, that's it, again, all lasting. All, all lasting healthy change comes from a place of self-acceptance. Okay. Okay. Whereas most diet yeah. is about yeah. pushing, pushing yourself yes. away, getting mm. away from the unwanted weight. Or, yeah. 
you know. And denying yourself and almost denying. rejecting yourself, I suppose. Absolutely. Rejecting your current self. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And silencing that pain. Mm. Yeah. You know, it, it's like when somebody says, oh, you know, they're really upset and so they've lost someone, they've lost, there's been a loss in the family. And someone says, oh, how's it? Who's, who, do or a, a dog, we lost our dog or our cat got run over. Yeah. And people, a lot of people are kind of like, what? Well, yeah, okay. It, and they don't understand it's not just an animal, it's what the yeah. animal represents. Yeah. And it's the same with food. There will be food, mm. there will be food, there will be food groups, food types, like your Haribo, mm. but there will also be food behaviours. Yeah. That you just, uh, you know, lots of people come home, glass of wine, chills me out. Yeah. Very natural yeah. to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. when you start looking at the cost, what's the cost of that glass of wine every night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I doing? And am I prepared to mm -hmm. pay that price? Yeah. yeah. But if you don't know the price and you just sort of grin and bet and go, I'm going to stop doing that, and it's like, well, mm, you know, what's life about mm -hmm. if you don't do anything that you enjoy? Yeah. Jay, thank you so much for joining me on Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. This has been absolutely amazing. And like I say, all of your contact details will be in the show notes, and then you can contact Jade to be on her list for when she launches the next round of the coaching thank you jade god bless thanks. you and all you do thanks and for having me i've really enjoyed it it's been great to have you thanks Emery. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Jade and Anton. All of the details to contact her, as I mentioned, are in the show notes. And as well as that, there's an extra treat, a link to a video where she shares how to make homemade chocolate. So you can put a face to the name. I really hope that you have enjoyed it. And I hope that you get in touch with Jade because she has so, so much wisdom and is such a blessing. I am currently on my holidays, so I'll be back in two weeks time with another episode of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. And Frankie will be back with What's That About? So I'll see you soon. Bye bye.